The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Hello, this is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for taking the opportunity to view this week's Life of Faith broadcast. It is an honor and privilege to be able to come into your homes each and every week and teach the living Word of God. Merry Christmas from my family to your family. I want to say a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. Remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Now, on today's broadcast, I'm beginning a new series of lessons called Kingdom Realities really talking about who we are as kingdom citizens and as children of God. So stay tuned. Enjoy today's lesson. I'll be back at the end to share some exciting announcements with you. Until then, God bless. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, Already in Progress. And so if you're born again today, the kingdom of God is on the inside of you. Amen. And so you possess kingdom. So if you possess kingdom, then you have everything you need already on the inside of you. There's nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken on the inside of you. We just need to be able to tap into it and then manifest it in the, in the natural realm. You hear what I'm saying? Praise God. All right. And so we define uh, kingdom of God as, or kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven as the government of God, the rule of God, the reign of God, the system of God, God's way of doing things in any way, anywhere that God's authority is in effect. I'll say that again. It's the government of God, the rule of God, the reign of God, the system of God, God's way of doing things is anywhere that God's authority is in effect. The kingdom of God is basically God's rule and authority over any domain or sphere of influence. So when you have God in control, that's the kingdom of God. You, you got that wherever you are. And so I'm on this kingdom thing because I'm after your souls. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm after your soul. It's an all-out assault, not an insult, but also assault uh, on your soul because we have to shift the way we think in order to really walk in all that God has for us. And so it begins in your thinking. The Bible says uh, that you prosper and you're in health even as your what? Soul prospers. Okay? Because we can't do what we do without the right thinking. Praise God. And so today I want to begin to talk to you about kingdom realities, kingdom realities. All right. Kingdom realities is what we're going to begin on today, because when we were born again, and we'll see this uh, several times during this lesson, we were translated into the kingdom of God. And now as a result, we're governed or we should be governed by a whole new set of realities. OK. And so these kingdoms or these are kingdom realities that now begin to shape the person God has ordained us to be. So now today I'm going to begin a series of lessons. And so I want to take this kingdom concept and then bring it down, begin to bring it down into a, a form or bring it down into a, uh, a, a, a easy to do or a how to system so that we can apply it to our lives. Okay. 
because it's, 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 it's not just enough to have a kingdom mentality or a kingdom thought. You're going to have to be able to then operate kingdom in your own personal life. You see, because we can walk around and say, yeah, the kingdom of God is this. The kingdom of God is that. The kingdom of heaven is this. That's what Jesus preached. This, you know, it's, it's designed to do this. But if we don't know how to take that information and then break it down into practical steps so that we can then apply it to our lives, then our lives won't line up with the kingdom. You see what I'm saying? So it's a it's a big concept, but the concept itself has to be worked. It has to be. Uh, applied. It has to be uh, obeyed. It has to be walked out in order for kingdom to show up in your life. And so I don't know about you. I want the kingdom that's in me to be all around me. You know, in me, everything all needs are met. I want that around me too. Come on, talk to me. In me, we're healed by the stripes of Jesus. How many know I want that around me too? Come on, talk to me now. You with me? So uh, it's it's good to know that it's in me and uh, it's is, is here, is present, how do we extract it from our spirit and then apply it to our everyday lives? And that's what this series is all about. And I'm, I'm declaring in the cream that uh, the, the way you see kingdom or the, because you're seeing kingdom, you're going to now begin to change your very life from the inside out. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now go to Romans 14. I know I told you to uh, Luke 17, but I kind of just uh, paraphrased it for you. But Romans 14 is where we want to... Uh, Use uh, or what we want to use for our foundational text for this series uh, of lessons. Romans 14 and um, beginning at uh, 17. Romans 14 and 17. We're actually going to look at two verses, 17 and 18. Let me know when you get there, please. Everybody there? Anybody still on your way? On your way, all right. Keep hitting there and you'll get there. Praise the Lord. All right. King James Version says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. Well, what is it? It's righteousness and what? Peace and what? Joy in the Holy Ghost. For, and then verse 18 says, for he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. So he's saying here, because I came out of discourse about eating meals and, uh, and eating and those kind of things. And he says, look, listen, the kingdom of God is not food. It's not meat or drink is not something that's natural, but rather is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Got it? Now, listen to this in two other translations. Listen to this in the Amplified Translation. It says, after all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and drink one likes, but instead it is righteousness, that state that makes a person acceptable to God, and heart peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. He who serves Christ in this way is acceptable and pleasing to God and is approved by men. So he's saying here, uh, getting, a little, getting a little bit of uh, elaboration here, he's saying we are not acceptable under God because of what we do in the natural. Eating the right things or not eating the right things. Now, you should eat the right things. Hunt your neighbor and say, you should eat the right things. and Come on. You know, apple pie, breakfast, lunch, and dinner might not work. Come on, talk to me now. You got to know your body, and you got to eat according to how your body and your, uh, your DNA is made up, okay? So uh, enough of that. That's not another lesson, okay? That's another lesson. What he's saying is not in, in, in the natural way of doing things. It's not in what we can do natural. It's not in, uh, you know, 
a bunch of rules or a bunch of, um, you know, guidelines, but it's about righteousness. It's about peace, heart peace, and it's about joy. Okay, all right, now let's go to another translation here. The message translation says, same scriptures, it says God's kingdom is, isn't a matter of what you put in your stomach, for goodness sake. It's what God does with your life as he sets it right, puts it together, and completes it with joy. Your task is to single-mindedly serve Christ. Do that and you'll kill two birds with one stone. Pleasing the God above you and uh, above you and proving your worth to the people around you. Listen to this. He's saying, and the message is saying, look, it's not about what you put in your stomach. It's about righteousness, peace, and joy. And it says, whoever serves God this way kills two birds with one stone. I will be pleasing to God and I'll be pleasing to others around me. Got it? So now he's saying this kingdom of God or this activity or this lifestyle after the, this pattern after the kingdom of God puts me in the position to be pleasing to God, but also puts me in a position to be pleasing to other people. That means now I'll be more beneficial to others that are around me. Oh, come on now. Why? Because it's righteousness, what? Peace and joy and Holy Ghost. And I love the way Holy Spirit put that because I think it's progressive. Because you can have no peace without righteousness. Without God, there's no peace. Forget it. Anybody realize that before you got saved? Come on, talk to me. Anybody uh, you were seeking for peace but couldn't find peace until you found the Lord? You, you hear what I'm saying? And so we got to understand now that it's, it's, it's progressive. It begins with righteousness. Okay, it begins with righteousness. In other words, it begins with the right standing with the Lord. It means you have to give your heart and your life to the Lord and you become in right standing. Once you understand your right standing with the Lord, you move into a place called peace. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. Why? Because everything you was lacking came when you received Jesus. Oh, come on now. And then once you realize that you have everything you need and everything you desire uh, and, and everything has been taken care of through your relationship with Jesus, guess what else? Uh, guess what next thing happens? Joy. Oh, man. I don't know about you. I, I became happy when I knew. That I had right standing with God. And that everything has been uh, provided for me in that relationship. Joy comes. Joy unspeakable and what? Full of glory. And see, that's what the kingdom of God is designed to do. Kingdom realities. All right. Now, let's go now. Ephesians chapter number one. Ephesians chapter number one. It's okay we use our Bibles this morning? Okay, I thought we were in church, right? Praise the Lord. Yeah, you bring your Bibles to church for a reason. Because you should use them. Okay. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. All right. Now, Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Let's go there. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 15. Ephesians 1, 15 uh, outlines uh, a prayer that Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus. And it will be uh, great if you would adopt this prayer for yourselves. And so uh, we have, or I've, inst I've instructed the prayer minister to begin to pray this prayer for all of the partners of the church, but uh, it's one thing to have someone pray for you, is also you need to pray for yourself. <laughs> you got that? 
All right. So Ephesians 1.15 says, Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of the wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of what? Him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Look at this. Paul is praying for the church of Ephesus that they will receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. There's no greater knowledge you can acquire than the knowledge of God. Because when you begin to see God clearer and when you begin to see who God really is, because the world and religion has painted wrong pictures of God. And when you really have your spirit of your understanding enlightened and you can see God for who he is, boy, it propels you into another place where you're now positioned to receive more of God than you ever received. See, God is not just a tyrant just waiting to smack you across your head when you do something wrong. Oh, yep, you did that wrong. Ply out. God is not a God that takes things away from you for you to learn something. God is not one that puts pain on you so you can now come closer to him. That is not the God we serve. We serve a good God. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above, down from the Father of life. So listen to this. This will help you. If it's good, it's God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He says every good and perfect gift. And so if you got anything evil and anything bad in your life, it did not originate with God. Y'all see what I'm saying? But see, if you don't have that understanding and that knowledge of that, you'll be, you'll be going through bad thanking God for it. Well, I just think and praise God that I had this car accident that put me flat on my back for nine weeks. It just gave me an opportunity to get closer to God. I mean, though, you could have got closer to God by missing that tree. Come on, talk to me. You don't need to go through calamity and loss and destruction to know God. No, you know God anytime you want to know God. And so we got to look at God and, have this, and, and, and pray that the spirit of our understanding being enlightened so I can have the knowledge of God. Amen. Said that the eyes of my understanding being enlightened so that I may know the hope of his calling. And look at this. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So in other words, as we're approaching it and as we're going through this kingdom, uh, kingdom teaching and kingdom concept, I'm praying that the spirit of your, uh, the spirit of your understanding being enlightened. I'm praying that your spirit man, not just your mind, but your spirit man be open so you can receive the, the clarity and the understanding you need to receive regarding this kingdom business. Because I'm telling you, it'll, trans it'll transform your life like never before. You, you won't even recognize you. You'll start praying different. You'll start praising different. You'll start treating others different. You'll start expecting more. And you look at yourself like, what happened to me? What happened to you is because you're getting more knowledge of God. And as you get more knowledge of God, you get, get, get a little bit more boldness. See, when you understand who's backing you, you get a little bit more boldness. Come on, talk. I mean, though, you would be more bold in the car dealership if you went there and you had 100000 in the bank. 
You wouldn't take a bunch of that stuff they get. They, they talk, well, you know, we, we, gonna, we don't give you this deal. No, you ain't going to give me that deal. You give me the best deal. You're going to take this off the car. You're going to give me this. And you're going to give me that because I'm about to stroke a check right now and walk on up out of here. You need a soda? I don't need no soda. I'm going to go ahead and leave. Y'all know, know how they do I want to give you a soda, some water. Why? Because they already know you. You're going to be here a little while. So let me try to make you as comfortable as possible while you're here. But when you got it all together, this is what I want. This, this is what I want to pick it up. Get it together. I'll be back. I'll give you a check when I get back. You ain't going to take all that stuff. You ain't going to be sitting on no booth all day long. I think that's just, I think that's just, just wrong. They keep you there all day long. You can't do nothing. You, you got you to gotta rearrange stuff that you scheduled the, the, on, the, on the latter part of the day. Hey, I can't, I, you know, hey, I can't make it. I'm still down here at the dealership. But when you, got, when you know what's backing you, and you know you can take care of this right now, oh, no, nah, uh-uh, no, mm -mm, mm -mm. Call me when it's ready. I was like, okay, y'all don't ready to go there. Y'all not ready to go there. See, it works that way in the natural, but it also works that way in the spiritual, in the spirit. When you know who's backing you, when you know you're in Christ, and you got the Heavenly Father backing you up, now when you're approaching things, you approach things a little different. Because I have some knowledge of God. I, I know I'm not in this alone. I'm not walking in this thing alone, so I'm, walking, I'm, I'm stepping to this with some boldness and some confidence, knowing that it's already taken care of because God already did it on my behalf. Come on, talk to me now. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Go to Colossians 1 now. Go to Colossians 1. See, that's what kingdom would do for you. When you understand your royalty. When a king speaks, a king expects responses. He expects things to change. And when we speak, we should expect things to change. Amen. When we declare all my need is met, I expect it to be met. Amen. And if it's not met, what's up? Oh, yeah. Come on, people. What did I say? Colossians, right? Look at verse number nine. This is another prayer that Paul prayed for the church at Colossae. Colossians 1.9. It says, for this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So he prayed that the eyes of their understanding being lightened over in Ephesians or at Ephesus. Then over at Colossae, he prays that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and what? Spiritual understanding. Paul was after people understanding the teaching that he was doing. That, why? That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. How can you walk worthy of the Lord when you don't know how you're supposed to be walking? Amen. If you don't know what you, how you're supposed to be walking and, and what you're supposed to be doing, how can you walk worthy of the Lord? It's, it, it becomes guesswork. Well, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I think this is what God wants me to do. Well, well how, do, how do you know? Are you sure? And see, I'm at the stage in my life, you know, when I was 20, 21, I could try some things and had some time to kind of try it. But at this stage in my life, I ain't got time to try stuff no more. Anybody else with me? I, I know trying days are over. I don't, need to, I don't need to take three months to try this. No, let me know up front. That way I'll save me three months of misery. But how can I do better if I don't know better? So that's what he's saying, that all, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, 
being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might. Gonna be mighty. Gonna be strong. Y'all, y'all supposed to back me up. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know where it was going. You didn't know where I was going. Thought I was improv or something. What's the next verse? Be who God's called you to be. be yeah, okay, that's where, that's where I was going. All right, come on, let's get back to the word. Ah, yeah, strengthened with might, all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering. Somebody say Shama. Yeah, 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 see, he prayed for that. Patience and long-suffering with what? Joy. You mean to tell me you can be patient and long-suffering and still have joy? Yeah, yeah, that's the will of the Father for you. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Who made us partakers? The Father did. The Father made us partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Tell your neighbor, say, you have an inheritance whether you know it or not. Tell you other they say you have an inheritance whether you know it or not. You ever you ever uh, gotten one of them things in the mail or over your email? You know, uh, call this number to see if you know lost money. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about lost money. They 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 found some money and they want to know if it's you you know for you or not. Yeah, <laughs> somebody say fraud. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Uh, but what's happened, there's some money been left over. Now, that particular thing might be a fraud, but there's some money been left over, and there's some money been left to some people, and they, they don't have a clue. And the same thing has happened to us in the body of Christ. We have been left in inheritance, and some don't have a clue. And we're walking around needy, and all our needs been met. Already. Not have to be, but already been met. Inheritance has already been released, folks. But you know what? We need wisdom and understanding and the eyes of our understanding being enlightened so we can know how to walk this thing out to then release the inheritance. Y'all hear what I'm saying? But it's already yours. You have one. Whether you know it or not, you have an inheritance. And I, that'll make a few people shout this morning. I haven't had an inheritance. But that's a foreign term in our culture sometimes. Inheritance? What's inheritance? We're, we're, we're known for being left bills. <laughs> See, now y'all want to play me, right? <laughs> you know, we roll up to, the, you know, to make arrangements, and we, and we ask this question, how much do we have to pay? And that's just the first part of it. Then you got all the obligations they didn't take care of before, you know, before they got up out of here now. <laughs> Nobody know what I'm talking about. And then you get to fussing and fighting with your siblings. Well, I need $100 a month. <laughs> I ain't got no $100 a month. And now you, you, you're, you're, you're fighting and you're now at odds with your siblings because you weren't left in inheritance. You were left liability. God didn't leave us a liability. God left us in an inheritance. 
And that inheritance is designed to take care of every one of your needs. Are y'all getting this? All right. Who, look at verse 13. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. All right. Now, hold on and let me read this Colossians 1, 9, 14 to you from the message translation. And I'll go slow so you can hear what I'm saying. Be assured that from the first day we heard of you, we haven't stopped praying for you, asking God to give you wise minds and spirits attuned to his will. And so acquire a thorough understanding of the ways of ways in which God works. Listen to this. We pray that you'll live well for the master, making him proud of you. As you work hard in his orchard, as you learn more and more how God works, you will learn how to do your work. Listen to that. When you learn more and more about how God works, you will learn how to do your work. We pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul, not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength God gives. It is strength that endures the, un, in, the unendurable and spills over into joy. I got to say that again. This strength that God gives is a strength that endures the un, unendurable and spills over into joy. So when you don't think you can make it, there's a strength that he prays that will come from God that will not only cause you to make it, but also to spill over in joy. Oh, man. So so in other words, there was one moment I'm about to collapse. But the next moment when I receive this God's strength, it infuses me with the strength and the power to overcome what I'm up under and also end up laughing about it. Ha, ha, ha. The devil thought he had me, but he is a lie. Glory to God. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm willing to do this, and I'm ready to do this for the long haul. Ain't no quitting in me, glory to God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I'm about, hey, 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 glory to God. Praise the Lord. I pray that you enjoy today's broadcast on kingdom realities. I'm taking the time to go through the word of God to show you from the word who you are in Christ. We have so many benefits, so many privileges as children of God. But if you don't know about them, you will not be able to take advantage of them. Now, as always, I wasn't able to put the entire series on today's broadcast simply because of time restraints. But I have placed it in a CD or DVD set for your purchase to add to your faith library because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. All the information is at the bottom of your screen. Write us, call us, log on to the website, get this exciting series today. Put it in your hearing and allow it to develop and strengthen your faith to be all God has called you to be in his kingdom. Until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. Log on to www.fccintl.org 
or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.